Welcome back to the Plex. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning, 8-7 to seven Highlanders. Lead UNLV, Jacob Shanks now hitting for Juline, and it's a called strike 0-1. Connor Woods still back out on the hill. Little movement for UNLV. Adarian Williams moves from first to second. Austin Pfeiffer stays in at first base. We got a little movement in the broadcast booth as well from D1 Baseball, among others. D1 Baseball, LA Times, uh, Neon Tommy, among others. Shotgun Spratling, the great RM Shotgun Spratling joins me in the booth and 1-1 pitch coming to Shanks. Breaking ball misses away 2-1. Your first time in the booth with me, I believe, as a married man. So congratulations to both <laughs> you and Megan. Thank you very much. You got married during the season, which was was a great well, change-up. Was not my choice. Okay. <laughs> I shot for for January and July because those were my my two down months in between <laughs> football and baseball season. But uh, that got shot done. Hey, she's a Jersey girl. She's going to do what she wants. Well, we we were uh, we got married in Savannah, so the humidity uh, does not allow for for the July wedding that I wanted. And okay. January just was not going to work out for everything else. So, Shanks pinch hitting for Julien. He's hitting 303 on the year, and he pops this one up on the right side. Pfeiffer behind the bag at first. Sky high pop up, and he retires Shanks, the freshman catcher, who is pinch hitting for Julien. Julien one for three while he's in there. One up and one down here in the bottom of the seventh inning. 8 7 Riverside leads UNLV. And here's Dino. Couple of RBI for Dino, lined the third, homered to center, and an RBI single in the sixth. So he is the leader of the bat pack, only because the Highlanders don't have a player named Frank. So I got to make it. <laughs> I got to make it Dean Miller. Um, so let's uh, let's shoot to all fields with regard to uh, college baseball with the great RM shotgun spraddling, and the first pitch is foul at the plate. No balls and one strike. Scott Boris in the crowd. I know you mentioned you pointed him out earlier. Bryson Stott, he's his advisor, quote-unquote. Um, first-round pick. He's not playing shortstop. He's dh today. But is Stott a sure first-round pick in that major league draft? I think so. I mean, I, I talked with a team that's in the middle middle of the first round, and they were hoping he would get to him, get to them. You know, they, they really like him, but they don't know if he'll, he'll make it that far down the draft board. Uh, it's going to be an interesting kind of draft just to see. The West Coast has some very talented guys at the top end. Uh, so I think you're going to see a lot of names, familiar names that may have been through the Plex previously. I mean, guys like Adley Rutschman and Andrew Vaughn are going to be potentially one and two. I mean, you got next year, you got Spencer Torkelson as an early number one, a 1-1 one, one pick. So there's some, some really talented players on the West Coast uh, right now, and it, it's been fun to really watch all those guys play. So Miller skies to right for the second out of the inning. So bases empty, two out. Highlanders still lead 8-7. to seven. Jaeger Taylor steps in one for one with a couple of walks. He scored twice, and he chops it right on the mound into center field for a base hit, and YT continues his hot hitting for the Highlanders with a two-out single to right center field. Um, Big West, anybody jump out for you draft-wise? I mean, you look at uh, UC Santa Barbara and some of the arms they have on that, you know, guys that you've been waiting to see if they would produce, and guys like Chris Lincoln and, and Ben Brecht yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln are, are guys that, yeah. you know, Lincoln's been up to 97. Uh, I've seen him at 97. Uh, so he's a guy that has the uh, ability to, to bring the gas. So if he can work on his, you know, kind of getting a little bit of more movement with the fastball and, and doing some things. They moved him in that closer role. His, his stuff is played up there. He's a guy at the back end. Uh, you, you look at um, UC Irvine, a couple of other guys at the front of that rotation. Andre Pallante is a guy that's going to be drafted in the first few rounds, I would guess. Uh, and then Chandler Brubaker also is a guy that also has been pitching really well this year. Line drive to center field, and it's going to be retrieved by Jason Sharman, who runs it down, a three-up, three-down 
Actually, uh, three, uh, it, th third out of the inning as Connor Cannon has retired. And we've got Shotgun Spratling in the booth. We'll keep it right here. What do you think of that, uh, the big fellow, Connor Cannon? What's his What's his prospect? I know Austin Bush was an early comp. Troy Percival in the clubhouse earlier was talking to me in regard with regard to Frank Thomas. So Connor Cannon, the thing with him is you, you told me that, you know, my question was can he hit the off-speed consistently and can he, can he drive the ball at different parts of the park? You said he's been doing that this year. He's, this in, is my first, he's in 360. Yeah, definitely. And, and this is my first time seeing him this year. Um, so those are the question marks coming into the season. Right. Now the question is can he play a position? He can't – you know, teams just can't really take many DH-only guys. Right. It's hard You're to right. do that. You look at a guy like Joe Waynehouse at Washington, mm -hmm. put up big numbers last year, did not get drafted, you know, as a junior. And, you know, he comes back after hitting, I think it was 16, 18 home runs last year. Yeah. And, you know, a guy like that, which you wouldn't normally expect to come back, but he's just kind of positionless at the next level. So he's got to be able to play somewhere because, you know, you're eliminated by half the teams if you're a DH only. Right. And then, you know, you have to be that much better than every other hitter in their organization to be your, to work your way through and be the DH only. I mean, so Keston Hura was kind of a utility guy, but obviously you knew you were going to find a position for him. The comp, Austin Bush, obviously is the closest thing. Hit 20 home runs in 2017. was a 15th-round pick. I was talking to Troy. He thought, you know, Vinny Fernandez went in the 10th round. Thought Connor probably in that range, in the 10th round range because of his bat. But you're right. The, the question I would have is where is he going to play? Now, the a whole coaching staff at Riverside says, you know, he's a pretty decent first baseman, and they may showcase him there down the stretch to see if it gets him a little attention. I mean, playing the day at first base is big because there's a lot of scouts in, in the building today just to see, you know, see UNLV coming into town. You know, the Southern California scouts want to see Stott. They want to see some, you know, uh, Dylan Johnson and, uh -huh. and Max Smith on that team. So when you have your opportunities, when they're here to see somebody else, can you prove yourself right. to them at that time? And when – he was at bat earlier. There were a lot of scouts, you know, filming his at bats to see, look at the look at the swing, break down, you know, the, what he's doing at the plate, and see if that's right. a guy that they want to work with at the next level. I think he'll get a shot. Now he's athletic enough that I think he can, you know, play a position. Now right. how how well he plays that position, that's up to him, and how much work he puts into it. But I think if he he works at playing de at defense then he can become a guy that's a first baseman, left fielder. You know, if you can play yeah. multiple positions, that helps you out even more just because you're you're versatile enough to do that. Rally Ole still in there, top of the eighth. Ground ball to third base. Aventino will throw out Trevor Rosenberg. So one down for UNLV. Top of the eighth inning. It's an 8-7 to seven Highlanders lead. Riley Ole on for a second inning of work. Pitched a scoreless top of the seventh inning. Shotgun Spradling joining us in the booth here. Thanks for joining us. The fine writer from D1 Baseball at all. You probably really write for about seventeen different publications. And and I know what, you like what, that. You like you like the freelance life, though. I, I don't mind it until I have to pay taxes. It's not that much fun. But it, no. it's not as bad as it <laughs> used to be, though, because I'm in the same situation as you. It actually wasn't so bad this year. Um, no, I, the the freestyle is not uh, an issue. I mean, I've been working basically for the same three organizations for the last almost five years now. Mm -hmm. At one point, I was writing for like eight or nine different organizations right, at right, the same time. Right. You know, with magazine articles and stuff. But yeah. so that was a. Uh, a, a challenge, you know, being able to, to make everyone happy at the same time. But, you know, the, the three organizations I work for, I have three great bosses, so that makes it a lot easier. Uh, and I'm really thankful for the, the organizations that I do write for. So, bases empty, one out, top eight. Here's Stott, and it's a 2-0 count, and Ole finally gets a strike on the inside corner, 2-1. and one. Highlanders up 8-7, to seven. Stott with a three-run home run earlier, earlier today. Give me a little capsule on Bryson Stott. I mean, he is so difficult to strike out. He just he, he spoils so many really good pitches when he gets to two strikes, and he can just turn on a ball like he did, you know, in that second inning. Right. And it was 
it was like he was barely swinging. Yeah, you he know, was he out of here in a hurry. Yeah, it, it, it didn't look like he swung that hard. You know, he, he, he was able to watch it because of how far it sailed. Yeah. But also in the first inning, he just pokes the ball over to third base. Yep. And he's got the wheels where he's already got two storm bases today. He's yep. patient enough that he walks. He can do it all. There's another base hit right there from Rips him. it into right field, and Scott Boris writing stuff in his notebook, and he's got to be pretty happy. His guy's got three hits. He's three for four today. Um Defensive comp is Brandon Crawford. I've heard for Bryce Stott. That, yeah. Who's the Who's the bat? Who's the left-handed bat uh, comp for him? I'm, I haven't heard a particular name on him. You know, he's just so difficult to get out. I mean, I, I've talked to some other coaches in the Mountain West, and you know, when they played San Diego State, I think it was I think it was a freshman. They were just like. They they hate the fact that the it's not an NBA rule. Right, it's not right. one and done. They're like, right. I gotta face this guy for two more years. It's yeah. ridiculous. They, yeah. they, they were just like, I don't know how we're gonna get him out for two more years, or, or try to get him out for two more years because they weren't uh, too successful that particular day. But he just he just does so many different things. He can beat out infield singles. Mm-hmm. You know, he can drive the ball in the gaps, and he's got the wheels to get you know turn doubles into triples, turn singles into doubles. He's just a dynamic player at the shortstop position. So 8-7 to seven Highlanders playing in the top of the eighth. Shotgun Spradling jumping on the broadcast with us. Stott at first, and here's Johnson in the box. Johnson 0 for 4, and Ole brings the 1-0 pitch, and it's 2-0. And Johnson had really hit against the Highlanders well coming in. He was 8 of 22 for his career, 0 for 4 today. And Riverside trying to cling to that 8-7 to seven lead. Last thing for you involving the Big West. Anything you can give me or any, any opinions you have on the Long Beach State coaching situation? Because I have my thoughts, obviously. You know, it, it's a very unique situation how everything kind of went down, what transpired to, to make the midseason move. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Troy Buckley ends up back in the Big West, you know, as a pitching coach because he d- had done so well uh, at that position previously. You know, he was the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates right. pitching. And, uh, and there are a lot of snow weathers guys out there. Yeah, and, and he's a guy that I think will be coveted. So I think he'll end up back in Southern California. Uh, doing something, you know, with a team, but that head coaching position opens up, and that's I'm, a that's a premium job. I'm, I'm gonna give you four names. T.J. Bruce obviously is gonna be in that's your list. That's my first name um, because he's obviously a long, had coached at Long Beach as well. I think he's a Long Beach alum as he's well. He's from yeah, yeah. he's from he grew up in Long Beach. Yeah. Um, how about Brian uh, Brian Green of New Mexico State? You could look there. That's an that's an interesting name. I think he is just so happy in Las Cruces. Right, right. I mean, he, he's he, I mean he's got a great spot there. He's kind of a made man there now. Yeah, yeah. Third name um, uh, is how about Dave Serrano? Is he any interest in getting back into head, uh, be a head coach? So I talked with Dave earlier this season, long before this happened. But mm-hmm. you know he's working for Baseball America now. He's right. traveling. You know it, it's a kind of an easier lifestyle to an extent. Uh, because you just don't have the same grind that you, that you do a, as a coach. So, you know, I'm not sure if he wants to do that and move back to the West Coast. I wouldn't be surprised by that move at all. I, I think he's a guy that they will definitely reach out to. Um, so I think that, that that one will be just depending on his, you know, personal preferences, whether or not, you know, he's enjoying time as a, you know, on the other side of the questions and stuff and, and being being a journalist on the other side rather than being the one being asked all the questions. Johnson draws a walk, so first and second for UNLV, one out. It's still 8-7 to seven Highlanders. Shotgun Spradlin hanging out in the booth, and here's Max Smith, who's 0-3. Three. three pop-ups and a walk, left-handed swinger. And he's also had a very good career against the Highlanders, assuming power-wise, and he ropes that one into right field. Miller will need to play it on a hop. Stott will hold up at third. It'll be bases loaded and one out for UNLV, and uh, Darian Williams coming to the plate for the Rebels, trying to tie this ball game against Riley Ole, who's on for a second inning of work for the Highlanders. Last name, and I, I don't know 
he's obviously in a very good position where he is right now as Troy Percival strides out to the mound for the Highlanders. How about Jason Gill at LMU? I mean, he's had a great career at over LMU, but Long Beach State is one of those baseball jobs, the dirtback tradition. I know he's a Fullerton guy, and that'll <laughs> cause some problems. But, you know, I'm wondering if, if Gill hadn't been – I think when when uh, when George Horton left, when uh, when Dave Serrano left, I think Jason had been either three or four years at LMU. I think if the Fullerton vision opened now, they'd have to look at Jason. Um, I don't know how much longer Hookie's going to stay around Fullerton, but do you I mean, make he just the call? Got a five-year extension in the off-season, so okay. I think he's there until 2024. So now. if you're Long Beach State, you make that call. If if the other guys don't pan out. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, that that's an interesting name that I haven't necessarily heard of. I, I love Jason Gill and what they do at LMU. Yeah. Um, but they haven't had the postseason success. No. So it, it depends on what you're looking for in that Long Beach program. Right. You'll have more resources, obviously, at Long Beach. You know, they've got the facilities have definitely improved over the last five years or so. Actually, I randomly was watching, I think it was Perry Mason came on and, uh, when I turned the TV on in the morning and it was on, I was and it was a baseball episode. So I was like, oh, you know, Okay. I'll check out check this out. And Blair, <laughs> it was filmed at Blair Field, the, all the baseball, I guess, scenes or whatever. And they were like just walking through, and I was like, I recognized the field. And I was like, oh my god, it's so different. Yeah. And yeah. granted, that's 30 years ago. Right. But, right. You know, to see the improvements over the last five years there with, with Troy Tulowitzki uh, giving a bunch of money and some of the other alum they have there, uh, I, I think that they, they've got a lot more influx uh, of money in the program. They're going to get a lot more resources than you will at LMU. So. You know, if, if you're going to look for Jason Gill, I think that's something that could entice him to make that move if, if they're interested in him. I mean, hey, those are the four names that come up, and obviously people are going to want that position if they open it up. And I don't know what the what the AD right now, what his mind is with regard to baseball, but obviously baseball is an important sport at Long Beach State. I would think another name you look at is Eric Valenzuela at oh, there St. Mary's. Yeah, there you go. Um, he, he actually, I think he has a connection with the AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was they were together at San Diego, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, so there's connection there. He's obviously won in a place where they have not won in the, in the past. I re- I love what he's done up there at St. Mary's. Yeah. He's one of the he's one of the top coaches on my board uh, for any job that opens up in, in, in Southern California and California. You know, you look at the Cal position when it it happened. You right. know, if, if USC's job comes open this year, mm-hmm. uh, that's a possibility because Hubs is in the last year of his contract. They're under 500 again. So you know, there's a couple other positions that, that could come open. He's a guy that I would. You know, champion is is one of the guys that I would tell an NAD if they asked me to look at. Um, so that's another guy at the Long Beach position that I would say. And the thing with Long Beach is, with that position and the fact that U- USC job could come open, mm-hmm. depending on how right. they finish this season. Right. If you're Long Beach, maybe you try to make a move early so that you can get your candidate before that USC job comes open. Another pitching change for the Highlanders. So Granillo on the hill to close it out. The young freshman will face Adarian Williams, the cleanup hitter for UNLV with the bases loaded and the Highlanders clinging to an 8-7 to lead. Shotgun Spradling taking some time out of his day to join us. And Andre starts him off with a strike. No balls in one strike. Granillo, the numbers overall, 16th appearance, 15th in relief. No record, two saves. 23 in the third innings pitch. 29 strikeouts against 15 walks. A 290 average against it, an 849 earned run average. Swing and a miss on the slider, no balls and two strikes. But Granillo's numbers over the last month or so have been just very, very impressive as he's really closed it down. His ERA was up over 19, and now it's down under 9. He's done a great job in terms of coming on and making it happen for the Highlanders. Here's the 0-2 pitch coming to Williams. 
little bit high, one ball, two strikes. Fun, so, fun little matchup, two freshmen right here. A little matchup of the future in, during the midweek. Uh, UNLV's got a ton of freshmen in their lineup. They started the, the day with five, you know, giving some day, guys a day off before they get into a, you go on a road series to Houston. So yeah. This, this is an opportunity right here for other guys as well, but Adarian Williams has been a guy that's been good for them all year. Flared into short right field. Miller comes up throwing. Here's a throw to the plate, and they got him. Stott gets gunned down, pumping his fist as he makes the tag is Jacob Shanks, and Dean Miller, a home run earlier, a little ring-a-ding in the outfield for Dino, a 9-2 double play, ends the top of the eighth inning here at the Plex. 8-7 after 7.5, back with more Highlanders baseball, Learfield IMG College.